Ladies and gentlemen of Jets Nation from around the world, you're listening to The Good, The Bad, and The Jets Podcast. The Jets hired Robert Sala, the very energetic, uh, bald, intense, good-looking guy. Don't name it to me is the GOAT. And Lawson, like, has had a little bit of an injury history, but man, he's a rocket. He's a ball of muscle off the edge. Denzel Mims is there, and he's got it. Denzel's going to be another big, fast, athletic target for us on the outside. We're a good football team. And now, let's kick it over to your hosts, Brandon Ferris and Spencer Klein. Welcome, everyone, to the Good, the Bad, and the Jets podcast. I'm your co-host, Brandon Ferris, and as always, alongside me is Spencer Klein. And Spencer, we've actually had quite a week in Jets Nation after that big win we got some crazy news from marcus may and uh, a little bit later in this intro we will talk about a special guest we have upcoming as well so i guess with that spence let's dive into marcus may real quick i know you wanted to talk about him and the issue that we've seen him have this past week that i think it was rich to me might have broken the news or one of the other reporters but i'll let you dive into that since may's kind of been your guy <laughs> on this pod Yes, it's, it, I guess he had some uh, quiet off-the-field issues that no one was really aware about. <laughs> I, I don't know how and no one was aware about it. That, yeah, that's that's, that's the weirdest part yeah. to me. Like, and you have to report it. Like, you're not even yeah. to the Jets. <laughs> like, you have to report it to the Jets, the NFL. It's just a, a league matter that's just, of course, their protocols. they got to take care of that appropriately. And, yeah, zero clue how he didn't do either of those, so... <laughs> Oh, do you think he'll get probably going to get? I would say I think he's going to get disciplined. That's just that's their standard, certainly. Like, and it might not even just come from the Jets themselves. I know Salah already mentioned he had a conversation with May, and of course he's going to keep the conversation between them. But I don't think there's anything holding the Lee back from disciplining him. Because again, that's just their standard for that, which obviously makes sense. <laughs> he should get disciplined for that. For, and. I don't know how many games it will be. I could see a one or two game the, suspension. I would say, yeah, something, something. So, yeah, definitely uh, just adding, I guess it's becoming a saga now. I didn't want to ever call it that, but <laughs> for the last two weeks, it's just become a storyline that never should have been one. Yeah. So, yeah. he's definitely I'll not say on, for at least, definitely not go ahead. next year. That's for I would sure. say for that matter of, of Jets and his future, don't think it well certainly changes it and just adds more to the the divorce that is just going to be coming eventually between them so yeah. he that's my only traded. there's no way someone's going to trade for him now i yeah i i now I'll cha- i guess my prediction's already off by a week and that i'll say <laughs> i'll say that i just don't think anyone's going to want to take that on now so Do look think... worst case they'll probably get a comp pick which is okay you're gonna yeah. get something in return do you think he plays another snap this season for the Jets, I say yes. I I think I want to say no. Not I sorry. I don't want to say no, but I just think no for some reason. It's just not gonna work. I think he just won't find his way back on the field. Yeah. But yeah, I'm gonna stick with that. I'll be different. I'm gonna say no. I think somehow this is just not gonna work out, and he, and he won't be playing another staff for the team again. Maybe they have to draft safeties who won't be problems or drama queens. Is Kyle Ham- Hamilton a drama queen? As far as I'm aware of, no. <laughs> and I hope not. 
But and uh, did you see Derek Stingley Jr. is now hurt? I think he's going to be out indefinitely. If I were him, I would sit out the rest of the season. He's I still, imagine that's it for him. Yeah, he's still exactly. my top Jets target for this draft, even though it's yeah only October. But I'm always looking forward to the draft, so I I think he should no. sit out. And he's still, I guess, him and Hamilton are my top two right now if they're going defense, because the safety situations in much dire need than the cornerback situation, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's possible that no safety on the roster right now is a starter with this group next year. Not to say that we hope Ashton Davis isn't one of those, but play yeah, one game so like far. Let's see what happens the rest of the way. Yeah, he was not noticeable, good or bad, in that game. I could see him being a backup for the foreseeable future. I don't yeah. think he'll ever, ever oh, take that He'll step. be here. He'll be here. It's like, it's, I'll keep it called. Well, until his oh, rookie deal, yeah. For the starter piece, he'll be here. Just unsure if he's going to be the starter. Yeah. <laughs> we just, just don't know. Yeah. And other than that, nothing, I guess, too notable happens besides the Jets win. Everyone was just high off the win. They are going to London. I think they're leaving tonight. We're recording this on Thursday. I think they're leaving tonight or early tomorrow morning. And it's not, never an easy trip for either team, so who knows what will happen. But the Jets kind of own London from what we've seen in the, the past years. And I don't know if Moore or Smith are going to play. I think Moore is closer to playing, but I guess we'll see if he makes the trip or not. I would expect Moore to be back. I think he's, I believe he's out of concussion protocol. I know okay, he's practicing cool. again. Yep. Of course, is a good sign, so... As we said in our game review of the Titans game, I just would love to see this full wide receiver group together. We yep. we haven't seen it yet. And, again, the simple statement, put your good players on the field together, good things are going to happen. Yep. So I'm hoping we're getting that opportunity Sunday. And as we start to talk about the game, we'll give our thoughts on that. Because yep. <laughs> it should, should be a good one. Totally should. No yes. reason it should not be. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, of course, you can subscribe to our podcast to listen to those game reviews every week. Only 99 cents a month. And with that, I got nothing else for Jets News, Spence. But I did want to promote a pod episode that we will be releasing next week. Not part of our scheduled programming, but we do have a special guest coming. I will let you talk about him since he was your guest but we are both very excited. We just recorded with him yesterday on Wednesday, and we will release it next week after the Jets-Falcons game. Yep. We had Michael Nania on, co-owner of Jets X-Factor and co-host of the Cool Your Jets podcast. One of the best, if not the best, Jets Twitter analytical mind, always putting out great stats in the team, just, just adds a ton of perspective to their performance. So a great follow of mine. Check his, his Twitter account also at Michael underscore Nadia. And yeah, it was a, it was a fun discussion for sure. So looking forward to releasing that for you all. Yep, that will be out maybe Monday or Tuesday next week, depending on on what we're doing with the the Falcons game review. But speaking of the Falcons, let's just jump right into it, Spence. Jets Falcons 9:30 a.m. Eastern Time on Sunday. We gotta wake up early. I know it's not a problem for 
for you and me, but I guess for others <laughs> it might be a problem. You know who you are. I think it's another winnable game. That's really the the headline here. They are they're similar to the Falcon, um, the Titans, just not as good. They don't have a good defense. They have a good quarterback, a, a good offense. Their run game isn't as good, but totally winnable. The Falcons have been a kind of a dumpster fire the past few years, and this is another game the Jets should take advantage of and, and keep that momentum going. Yeah, really, really is just a game kind of like last week again. If yep. they want to be a competent team, this is the type of game you got to win. Not to say they don't have talent in their offense. I will give the Falcons some credit. They're although really hasn't done much. It just hasn't. Sorry, they haven't done much as a their, group so far. Their offense line is very bad. Yeah, like the, the D line should have another field day. I'm yep. not saying they're going to have all the quarterback <laughs> hits, pressure, and sacks again. It's just a hard thing to replicate. Yeah, but they absolutely the biggest. It's the impact on the game <laughs> yep. for the Jets' defensive side of the ball. And I'll, uh, I'll say Same this. thing I would say for the linebackers. I'm, oh, you go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, about the, Fal- the Falcons' offense real quick. Just like I say every week, Cordell Patterson, the pass catching back, he will have another amazing game. And I am starting him in my Dynasty League because, as we've seen, that, they, they cannot stop a pass catching back. And that's what I was about to hit on is, look, we've seen what the blueprint so far is, is to move the ball against the Jets defense. It's kind of like get a little outside and you make the, the outside linebackers make a play on you. I expect Atlanta to do exactly that and with exactly with Cordero <laughs> Patterson, get him in space to try to make those plays. The same with Kyle Pitts. I mean, he really has been quiet so far, but he's been running a ton of pass routes and, and creating space for himself. He just hasn't really hasn't the opportunity to make plays. I guess that's more of a Matt Ryan thing than him. Yeah. <laughs> but I, th- that's really their their way to make plays on us. Is, look, the corners should be going to be another good test for Bryce Hall. Calvin Ridley certainly is no um, no easy day. He's probably so the best be a, a good match. He's, he'll pro- he's probably the best yeah. wideout he's seen so far since A.J. Definitely, Brown and the yeah. I love Ridley. I so think that, he's very good. So that will be a good match. Yeah. Looking forward to watching the two of them go at it. But on the other side, for who I guess if Eccles is out there, and if not, I guess you'll see a mix of Dunn. And, I mean, who else? I guess, I know, the <laughs> outside, we haven't Pinnock. seen them go that deep yet. Well, if, if, yeah, you might uh, have to Eccles activate them. Yeah, because Pinnock's been inactive every game. Yeah. I would like to see what Pinnock can do. I, I wish they would I agree. activate him. They, sh- they need to see what he can do, obviously. I agree. I know you're high so, on him. <laughs> I guess you'll be seeing him line up with, I know Russell Gage has missed a couple of games, maybe him if he makes it out there Sunday. If I don't not, know who their other wideouts Zac- are. It's um, Zacchaeus. I, I apologize. I have trouble with this first. I believe it's o- Olamide Zacchaeus. Oh, right. He made right, some right. plays, but like again, that's a matchup you should be able to take care of. He's not yep. a, f- a fearsome wideout. No, no offense to the guy. <laughs> yeah, but, I wonder what they're going to do with Pitts. Who would you put on Kyle Pitts? I guess, hmm. I mean, you could have, Gidry was making plays on big-bodied guys last week. <laughs> Maybe you have Gidry out there for that role. Maybe the line, I don't think you're going to have C.J. Mosley spying on him one-on-one. No. I think they'll kind of mix and match. It might, there might not be a set person, kind of whatever side he's lined up on, yep. that corner slash safety. And I guess 
when I, I mean, yeah, I guess slash outside linebacker will just be responsible for that. I would not feel good if Quincy Williams is covering Kyle Pitts. I agree. <laughs> Let me put that it's, on the record. <laughs> and look, it's not to make it all sound like they, they're going to just have a fantastic day. They, it's a good matchup for the Jets defense, but like, could this be the game where Kyle Pitts just awakens and goes off? The same for Calvin Ridley. The same awesome. for Mike Davis. He's been pretty, pretty uh, not impactful so far in the running game. He's uh, on yeah. my fantasy roster. They have multiple groups, so he's been disappointing. But yeah, could this be the day for all those guys? Possible. Don't want it to happen, obviously, but <laughs> not something that they are not capable of. They, they do, like I said, they do have talent in, in, on paper. I, I mean, but, I, but also. I think- it, I don't think all of them will go off, maybe one. But, yeah. like I said, the, the Falcons' offensive line is very bad, and that's been the mm-hmm. problem for the Falcons' offense. Matt Ryan hasn't had time to get the ball down downfield. I say so. Matt Ryan hasn't even been able to push the ball downfield. Yeah. So that, that's also something that, again, I think plays the Jets' favor. going to make him That's why I think it's going it. to be a, a very similar game to last week. Yeah. I think the Jets and, should have a lot of success again. Getting to the quarterback, and I – can guarantee we'll see a lot of dump bar, dump offs to Patterson and, and Davis. I think you will see a four sack day, and maybe that's a little bit lower than people want. I, I just think it's crazy to see another seven sack yeah. day. I'm gonna go with four, four, but I think they're gonna day. have a ton of pressure. They're gonna yeah. be impactful. No, there's no doubt about that piece. So and, uh, I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm not scared of Mike Davis on the ground either. Like Derek Henry no, is a different beast. He's the best pure runner in the league so obviously he had a thousand yards against the Jets but even though the, the Jets defense has been very bad against the run ironically enough because we didn't think that happened I'm not scared of, of Mike Davis because we didn't really see I agree I mean we I guess Javante Williams and, and Melvin Gordon went off and I guess Damon Harris went off but I, I don't think we're going to see a, a huge game from the Atlanta run game, and I think the secondary can help shut them down. I mean, by the way I'm talking, I'm sure you'll guess my prediction at the end, but I'm feeling good about this game. I, I agree. I mean, Matt Ryan just kind of also just tying it in. That looks like a shell of himself. Just yep. not not the same. Like something, I mean, yeah, really something just kind of flipped off like year over year. Right now. Like he's, he's heading down that path. Yeah. yeah, and maybe I was wrong. I know in the offseason, I don't, honestly don't remember if we said it on the pod. But I, I don't know, I think it in the draft episode that we did. I, I still thought Matt Ryan had stuff left in the tank. I agreed with them passing on a quarterback to take an impactful player like Pitts. And yep. Yeah. Am I wrong so far? It might be. I, I might I totally so. be. I, t- I totally wrong on that. A, a QB. So I'm yeah. taking the victory lap on that for now. But Abs- really, absolutely. Really not scared of the Falcons anymore. They they used to be a juggernaut offense, but and with Arthur Smith as the head coach, it seems like they've been a very lethargic offense. And Arthur Smith le- likes to establish the run, obviously, but he doesn't have Derrick Henry anymore. And I think he's trying to establish the run with guys who can't do it as much. So I I think we we definitely need to see a big game from the interior defensive line. Uh, Rankins and Foley and, and Quinnen again from a, a run-stopping mm-hmm. standpoint because the run-stopping has been very poor so far. This is the battle of the Jets, just a, a random point, battle of the Jets uh, finalist head coaches. 
you can see what they were uh, going against when they surprisingly almost hired Arthur Smith if I get if solid and work I'm so, out. Yeah, I'm so <laughs> glad they didn't hire off Arthur Smith. He, I, yes, I think agreed. we both we both liked him, but he just the way that he's coaching the offense. I don't know if he has an OC or not, or if he's actually calling the plays, but the offense does not look that scary right now. And I, I uh, think so far has not. And I was listening to the fantasy footballers who I, I really like for fantasy football advice. And you can tell that a, a lot of people don't watch the Jets. And, and as much as I love this podcast, a lot of people don't watch the Jets like we do, obviously. But they were kind of giving no credit to the secondary. They they agreed that Calvin Ridley would get over 100 yards because they don't know who Bryce Hall is. And they, they did make some good points that the run defense is bad, which is why... The secondary is doing so well, but I disagree with that point. I think that the secondary is just playing very well, and you can see that when Bryce Hall is targeted, he's not really giving up that much, and especially last week. So I, I think obviously Ridley's going to be his, his toughest test, but with the pressure the D line can can make, which is exactly what Salah's defense should do, and this is what he wanted them to do, I think we can see a, another mild shutdown game from, from Hall. I can see Ridley getting a touchdown, but I don't think he's going to go off. They're, they're bound to let up a touchdown. They, they've been too good. Actually, yeah, I guess they, they did they last did week. They did against Westbrook, but still, exactly. they've they only given up one different kind of touchdown, touchdown. Right? I think Yeah, I mean, that one, one like, passing. was that really on, well, it was on them for missing and then side, but like, no one was literally on. I want to see yeah. a touchdown where like, it's due to the actual one-on-one matchup. We still haven't seen, exactly, we haven't seen that fully yet. And I think we said this on the pod with with Michael that a lot of these sacks have been covered sacks. And yes, you want to see a pass rusher get through the guys, but a covered sack is a sack and that is a good sign for your secondary too, that they're doing their job. And I think they will do their job again. I think we can see a lot more covered sacks. Absolutely. And then another minor one, this is a Revenge matchup for Sherrod Neesman. <laughs> Former Falcons <laughs> for five seasons. Huge. going to be a big day for him. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> exactly. I had, had to put that out there. I was just trying to think who was a former Falcon that we have this week. I, and it's him. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it the revenge game for Arthur Smith? Did Smith sign with the Falcons before the Jets? Or did the Jets say, we don't want you? I don't, I don't exactly remember. Too far back. Yeah, I'm sure, he wants to, I'm sure he wants to prove them wrong. But as long as everyone does their job again, I see no reason why they shouldn't be able to to shut down shut down the the Falcons. I can see them scoring around like 20, 21 points as what we've been accustomed to, which again puts the Jets right in the game with the offense. And I guess we can switch over to the offense unless you want to highlight anything else on the defensive side. I think that's it for the defensive end. Just, just should be a day where they should take care of business. Yep. I think we'll leave it at that. So I, I don't think the Falcons have a good pass rush. They haven't had a good pass rush in years. And their defense really doesn't scare me. I, I can't name two players on their defense, really. So I, I think Wilson I'm should... taking a look at their depth chart, and there's not really anyone notable outside of, like, Dante Fowler, which... He's, he's bare at this name. point. He's, he's a, name a name we always thought would be a Chet. Every yeah. <laughs> every year he's getting connected. Yep. Just had it happen. Grady Jarrett. I mean, another he's good. He, he, he's, a good, he's a good run stopper. 
I think that yeah. if he has a good day, we can see another tough game for the running. Offense. Yep. I'm just looking in the secondary. AJ Terrell. So AJ Terrell and Fabian Morrow. I don't think don't really know who they are. I'm not Ter- gonna lie. Terrell's a corner <laughs> from Clemson. He was drafted last year. Yes. I think in the first or second round. He's not that good. I don't know who the other. I guy recognize is. one of their safeties. Duran Harmon used to be a Pat. Yep. Was again just a fair player. <laughs> Nothing yeah. outrageous. I know they lost their slot corner this week, so that's going to be big a, a big one. Who so far? I, again, I haven't really followed him at all day to day, but from the commentary I saw, is really one of their brighter spots of the secondary. So yeah, as you just said, expecting a big day or should be a big day. Then from Crowder, and I would say more too. I think yeah, I was going to say, do you think won't Moore see him as the, much? He won't be in the yeah, slot as much, right? I think that's going to be a change this week, or I'm at least looking out for that change. Clearly, Cole. Looks looked very solid in the outside role last week, and, and he should stay there. Simply yep. have him and Davis run there, yep, and bounce Crowder and more around. I'm sure you'll see more on the outside, plenty still, but yep, put him in space in the middle of the field. That that's what he <laughs> he's got the speed. Like we said last week, get the get your quality players that can make those plays on their feet in space. Yep. Do that with him this week. The matchup for the both of them is there. Yeah, I think. I think Wilson will have a lot more time in the pocket as well. Like I said, there's no pass rush really for the Falcons, so hopefully we see another good game from the offensive line. I think definitely the, the player to watch, in my opinion, would be Elijah Moore to see what they're going to do with him with the full set of wideouts out there. I think it's going to be tough for them to sit Keelan Cole for the majority of the snaps, and Crowther too. So. I'd really want to see what they can do with Moore and how much he'll play. I, I hope this injury didn't really derail his season, which I am a little nervous that it might might have with his playing time. Yeah, I mean, just hopefully he integrates right back in as, as he should be able to. Definitely is a concerning one. And I think, the like I said, the run game I think might struggle. Again, with Jarrett kind of clogging up the middle, but I don't mind it struggling this year as long as we keep seeing Carter start the games and, and get the majority of the carries. Obviously, like we said, it's more of a development year and to see what pieces we have and what pieces the Jets have, not we. And obviously, Michael Carter is the de facto number one right now, it seems. And I'm very confident that he will be the number one moving forward. Yep, and expect the same distribution of touches there. There should be no yep. differences there. And yeah, I think I don't think I differ on the performance expectations either. Probably just continue to plod through. They've really been plodding running past at this point. They just have not broken a big run. I mean, I'm not going to predict it, but that would be nice to see. Maybe we see some yep. 20 plus yard run as you finally break through and get something going. We haven't had a big play there yet. So I'm looking out for that, but not expecting that at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I would buy low if you can on Michael Carter, especially in Dynasty, because people will see his fantasy points and they won't be high, but obviously we're all seeing the touches and he is the number one. And especially in Dynasty, when Coleman's gone next year, he'll uh, he'll definitely be the number one again. And I'm sure next year they'll improve the, the offensive line. So, again, not expecting too much on the ground, but it would be nice to see another week two performance by the run game at some point. It, it could be their best performance. Well, 
could. I mean, if, if the run is hitting, this could be the game. They really just have a, a, an incredible day on the offensive side. The matchup is fully there. You could just set the run. As Salah's defense, sorry, wrong side of the ball. <laughs> as LaFleur's offense is known for, like if they're able to run the ball and sets up the play action, they really could just do some great things and, and just yep. – have a dominant dominant day like I, w- I want to be able to say that term I haven't been able to yet that certainly was now last week even with the positive they had I think the opportunity is, is definitely there this week to be able to say that because it's just she's even a worse group than Tennessee's <laughs> like yeah, they should totally be able to just yeah they should just totally be able to perform and and put up a ton of points I mean look at last week I'm just going back to the, the, the playing Taylor, I, I never get the last name. Heineke, Taylor Heineke, whatever it exactly is. Yeah, like what, they had no points? problems putting up points. Yeah, exactly. Thirty plus point day. Like yep. that should be the same exact expectation for the Jets. Honestly, I, I don't care if that's lofty expectations. <laughs> you got to be able to do that against a team like this with the talent that you have on on your plate. Yep. Do you do you think Michael Carter gets a one hundred yard game at all this year? I'm gonna say no. I'm not convinced that 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 is there yet with with the talent around him and and what they have so far. I would. I'm I would, gonna say no. I would love to see him get more pass passes, uh, more targets this game too. Do some screens, get him out in the open, and use him as a checkdown too. Because like Salah said, they need to play a little bit more boring, and there were plays that they did that successfully against the Titans, and then there were plays where. Wilson went for the home run and, and failed, and that's what you're going to get with Wilson. Yeah, he's not Mac Jones. He and we're going to keep comparing him to Mac Jones because Jones is just never going to be good. He's just not going to throw the ball down the field. You can't have a su- sustainable success with a quarterback who throws five, ten yard passes, and that's exactly what Alex Smith was, and that's why he never won the Super Bowl. So you'll get the good and the bad uh, with. With Wilson, no pun intended there, but I'm I'm hoping to see some more creativity from Lafleur, get some more deep balls to Davis and, and Cole since they should have some more time. So I'll, I'll give you another prop for Davis, which you were wrong on last week. Do you think he gets over a hundred yards again this week? I, I think I said 85 last week, but I'm raising expectations for the wide receiver one. I'm going to say no again, and not that he won't have a good day. I think he should be close again, like I said last week. Just think the other talent out there, it's a distribution of the ball around. That's their reasoning for saying no. I think it's just going to be – they're all going to have a good day. They're all going to be able to make plays. Yeah. I'll say just I under think, 100 yards. I also, him. I hope – I think this could be the Elijah Moore breakout game finally. Assuming that he's cleared and ready to go on Sunday officially, this this could be that day, finally. I'm going to disagree with you there. I think they won't throw him in yet with him coming back from a concussion and with the success they had last week. I think after the bye, I think is when we'll see him take off. I mean, I, I, hope, totally I'm see that. I hope I'm wrong. I'm not like rooting for it, but I don't yes. see him in the cards this week. I think uh, exactly. yeah. has a, a very big game, though. Yeah, he's, I'm just so excited to have him back. Was I mean, I'm changing my tune from the preseason thoughts and the offseason thoughts on him, but 
really just a valuable piece of this offense. You should should open up the field for everyone else. I mean, that's yeah. that's what happens when you have all your talented players together, and they should be doing that for each other. I'll I'll give you so another, it should be a good day for them. I'll give you another prop over under point five touchdowns receiving for the tight end group. <laughs> I'm laughing. <laughs> I'm gonna say over. Just I think I'm going to say over because it's just going to be a play. The, well, we've due. seen it so far. Like They're still drawing up opportunities for them. Yeah. And they are due. Exactly. It's just the way the floor has been calling it so far. I certainly could see some type of you know, some type of play action boot play yeah, like in the, in the red touchdown. zone where yeah. exactly or one of them is just right there with him and he dumps <laughs> it right to him. So I'll, I'll, stick then, with, I'll go with you on that. I'm going to say over. We're fuming when Elijah Moore is yeah. wide open there. <laughs> And Correct. Well, I'm. That was going to be my next comment. Like, I would love to finally see Lafleur go a little bit away from the twelve personnel. I mean, we're literally a broken record already after a couple of games. You don't yep. have two tight end, two good tight ends. Stop using two at the same time. Don't have one good tight end. But I'm expecting them to probably still continue to run that. <laughs> I think he just aired Lafleur and look. I guess it, it kind of worked on Sunday because he still ran a ton of it. Yep. Or last Sunday, of course, in reference to, he ran a ton of it, and they obviously produced. <laughs> at least he's good at adjustments halfway through the game that we've seen. I, he, I don't think he's going to get yeah. away from the two tight ends, but at least he's been more aggressive and not as conservative. Yeah, like I'm, I'm upbeat on him. He, he's he's gonna he's having his growing pains as well. He's a first-time yep. play caller. He's obviously learned from good minds, but it comes with time to just be able to call great games because – you're playing against experienced corners that just know how to react to you as well. Yeah, and they really but put it all together. Def- definitely game. feeling good about him. They put it all together. This, this is really the, f- the first game. This upcoming game or last game? Are you referencing? This, this, yeah, this upcoming game should be the first game. He, so again, assuming more is officially active Sunday where he really should have everyone to, to be able to just play around <laughs> with yeah. his play calling. Yeah, I, Except... I <laughs> Except I was, maybe I was, Denzel Mims. I, I was. We'll leave it up. at that. I'm not. Yeah. Not even saying more. <laughs> That's all we're gonna say. I I think the confidence from last game will translate over, and I think if if they do get the ball first, they gotta score on their first drive. I I'm so tired of seeing three and outs on the first drive. Just I'll I'll, I'll take a field goal at this point. Just set the tempo. Points. Yes. And Amendola hasn't been horrible mm. either. I will admit. Yep. He's he's looked good. So I I just want to see some points and I just don't want to have to be in a deficit again starting starting the game. And I I mean I could totally see just, this being a shootout just like the Washington and Atlanta mm-hmm. game from last week. Just come out totally aggressive like throw yep. a deep ball on your first couple of plays. <laughs> Clearly last week you finally started doing that. On the first game of the, the first play of the game. They love doing he's, the inside run. He's been predictable with that so far. You yeah. gotta kind of mix that up. Even like start with one of those end around the Vincent Smith special <laughs> to, to, a, never to get a more that. to a cult. No, because it's it works when you actually execute it the right way. Like yeah. you're getting your <laughs> speed wide receivers and or speed talented players in place. Sorry, in, in excuse me, in positions to make a play with their feet. Like I want those opportunities. That should be a higher percentage opportunity than. Lower percentage one of just pounding it up the middle and not having a good run blocking group so far and doing nothing with it. <laughs> I would love one of those touch passes to Elijah Moore too. 
Yeah, just, just get, get Wilson comfortable right off the bat and get yep. the group just, just moving. So I think that's a, well, we'll see. We'll see if they start with the ball first. It's been a thing clearly so far. Yep. Would love to have the defense on the field first. I'm still a fan of deferring. I kind I of would like to see that this Sunday for a change. Yep. Obviously, that's the luck of the coin. We're not going to be able to control that one. <laughs> but if that's the case, would love that. I would. Just, I, I feel great about the defense getting a stop, and then then you really can even get more aggressive to start the game. Like you got to stop ready to get the ball at half. Just it does change up, I guess, some of your your game plans. We haven't been able to see that yet as well. So, yeah, but I, overall, I and uh, the before should be, again, kind of like last week with Tennessee, do you honestly not think it's going to be a good day for them? <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we go into our predictions, I wanted to incorporate something moving forward in these pods. I want us to both give a fantasy start of the week on the, on the offense. I am going to say my my guy is Crowther, so whoever has Jameson Crowther, I think, I mean you can probably you might be able to pick him up too in some leagues since he's been hurt, but I think again he'll have a very good game, especially in PPR. Look, while I'm predicting Corey Davis will go under 100, he's certainly a good fantasy start this Sunday. Opportunity is there for him to go over 100 yards. While I am predicting he will go less than that, he absolutely can prove me wrong. Just because again opportunity is there and he should have should have the chance to have a great day so I, I will say him that he can can build off that performance of last week as I contradict myself and say he'll go under 100 <laughs> yards though at the same time would you <laughs> would, if you were desperate would you stream Zach Wilson that quarterback if, I mean if you're in a 12 or 10 team league no I don't think I would have the confidence to say that but if you're getting a little deeper than that I don't know, maybe a fourteen-team league. Yeah, I, th- I think you could see that. I would say. I don't, just, I don't think he's in that. Yeah, I'm. I was. He's not in that discussion yet. It was one quality week. I'm not. Let's let's see it again, and then I'll <laughs> be able to say more about yeah, that. I, yeah, I agree. All right, so let's give our predictions, Spence. I'll let you go first since I usually go first. What is your prediction for this week? I think this is the 30-point week for them. You're going to be able to put up points on the board. I think it's absolutely disrespectful that the Falcons are favored. I believe it's by three right now, or three and a half it was at at one point. Would you take the spread confidently? confidently? Very confidently this week. I mean, obviously, I'm about to predict the W because, again, do you really want me to not with the matchup they have at hand? They should be able to take care of business. I'm going to say, well, 30-point day. I'm going to say 30 on the dot. I'm, so I'm predicting. I'm going to say three touchdowns. 30 on the dot. And Falcons, 21. 30-21. to 21. I think they should be able to handle them well. They're, they're going to put some points on the board. It's just the nature of, of... I mean, I don't know what I'm even saying. It makes no sense, but I just think they'll put some points on the board, and I'll leave it at that. 30-21. to 21. I will also predict a win... I think I've predicted the win four of the five, five games so far, so that's good. <laughs> I will say 28-24. I think it'll be a little, little closer than we think, but I'm going to say a three-touchdown game from Zach. We'll get another rushing touchdown from someone, but I think this should be, like we said last week, this should be Zach's best game of the, of the year. I'll give him... Do, 
do we dare say he'll hit over 300 yards? I was going to say, if he's his 300-yard day, I, I really do. If you have the, you get the full group of talent with him, yep. this could be that day. I'm going to say, I, I'll say 300. I'm going to say two TDs. I think they'll maybe punch one and then a rush, rushing play like like last week with Carter. Yep. I'm going to predict another pick. Don't know if it will be on him or not, but it, I just, I'm, I don't know. I have the, the gut feel we're just going to see one again, unfortunately. So, 302 TDs and a pick, kind of a similar style to what we saw last week. Yeah. I expect to see that again. And on the other side of the ball, just because I don't think I said it earlier, and I'm just going to speak it into existence, I think they, they're going to get an interception finally. Who's it going to And I think that will be, I'm going to say Michael Carter the second, just a random one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this will be Zach's first game without a turnover. Let's see if I'm right or not. And I'll give the defensive line a forced fumble on this one. I don't think they got like a pick that. yet. I don't think Matt Ryan throws too many picks. Uh, at least he used to not throw many picks. So I, I'm going to give him a, a forced fumble. I'll give him one, one or two uh, fumbles. I like that. That's all I got for the preview. Uh, make sure you wake up early. Have your fish and chips, tea and crumpets. And again, we, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And again, make sure to be on the lookout for our special bonus episode with Michael Nania later next week. If you'd like to follow us on Instagram, you can follow us at the good, the bad, and the Jets Pod. You can follow us on Twitter at good, bad, Jets Pod. And of course, you can follow me on Twitter at BeFerrisVerified. Thank you, Brandon, as always. And you can always check me out on Twitter at SKlein824 and on TikTok at NYJetsSK824. Alright, with that, as, as always, just follow us on our social accounts to see updated pods and, and news. And of course you can subscribe, like we said, 99 cents a month to get those weekly game reviews. So with that, make sure you Enjoy the rest of your week. Hope hope you enjoyed this pod. Enjoy the early morning Sunday game, and you'll be able to relax afterwards. And as always, make sure you stay positive and test negative. Thanks, everyone.